It's the New and Making Noise podcast with Incognito, DJ Mrs. A Plus. New and Making Noise podcast. We here. I'm Incognito. And I'm DJ Mrs. Hey, y'all, just in case we ever lose our connection in our single, uh, Signal, I meant Signal, tap in with me on all things social. I'm on threads now. I'm on threads too. I got to get better on it, mm-hmm. but I already sucked at Twitter, so. That boy ain't. It's the handle. D A T B O Y. I-N-C. And I'm at DJ Mrs. M-I-S-S-E-S. And I brought a friend with me today. Who your friend? Miss Dre Taylor. What's up, Hi, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Give me y'all social girl. Um, underscore, underscore, two, D-R-E-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Is you following back or no? Uh, it depends who you are. Okay. Purr, <laughs> big ball of shot. Cola. Is you responding to DMs? It depends who you are. And just because you got a blue check don't mean none because you can buy them now. Because you can buy them. Right. Hey, no. don't they be messing you I've been thinking like, it's a little baby and it's just a little. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> it's just a little. I don't like that. I, 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 I'm waiting for Instagram to stop doing it though because a lot of people that did have one don't have it no more. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah. I'm still trying to get it used to threads because Twitter ain't, mm-mm. Mm, Twitter ain't it. I'm not a Twitter girl. But did I got see, trouble. Um, Suki? Which Video? part? Which one? <laughs> Yeah, the viral video. Shout out to Hoochie River. At the pool. Okay. Y'all do our girl like that. Oh, my God. Did you see it, Dre Dre? Yeah. Because you know Twitter, you could. Twitter <laughs> all types is of crazy. Now, that, what I said the other day, I said, y'all better not start playing like that on threads. You're going to wake mm-hmm. up and your Instagram going to be gone. No facts. And all of it's connected together. All so of it's connected. So when you delete one, it's so both of them gone. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was on thread for an hour and nigga going to tell me, hey, check out this song. Like, bro, I just got here, bro. Yeah, I haven't started wait. my threads yet. What's it look like? Oh, it's uh, cute. When you open it up. Oh, it's cute. Everybody be posting a screenshot. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no, don't get it twisted. It's cute. It look like I Twitter. got a confession. It is connected to your Instagram because I went on threads and it's it was cute. like, sign in. I was like, I don't oh, know it my password. Like Twitter. So I went straight to Instagram, clicked on my And just clicked on it. it. It opened it right up. I was like, You can automatically follow your followers. Put everything. I feel like. We people love the convenience, right? That's what it is. Yeah, that is of things. You didn't have to make no new bio. You didn't have to upload no new picture. You didn't have to go and follow nobody. All you are literally doing is connecting your Instagram to the threads, and you have the option to say follow my followers. So if you get rid of threads, your Instagram gone? No, it's not gone. I don't think so. No. Okay. I heard it was gone. Shut up. I heard when you get rid of threads, if you delete it. Your tw- your Instagram is gone too. Oh Lord, what? Why yeah. he ain't doing like Facebook? There, you could just sign back mm-mm, in. Mm 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 mm. You want to stay here? You you either in or out the house. Oh, but that's Whoa, but that's. Y'all gonna be running out my good out. Right, no. But, but that's but that's probably why he did it though. Yeah. So like, that you I, have to stay I and participate. Yep, exactly. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so Mark. don't please don't delete your three other words. So you know Mark Instagram and Elon, they getting ready to for a fight. Yeah, I saw that. He training and stuff. I might just pay for that fight. Yeah, I gotta watch that. I watch that. That's comedy. That's a comedy show. I gotta watch that. But Mark Zuckerberg is getting trained for real. And he got some meat on his bones. So I don't know. Oh, he can fight. It's Who do you get- think can fight? 
Elon, because Elon messy, but I don't know. Usually the messy one can't fight. Right, if you the loudest one, <laughs> you can. You the first one to get knocked usually out. Usually the messy one can't fight, so I'm gonna have to put my money on Mark. Now, yeah, if, they gonna, strategy. if they was gonna go like a roast battle, go back and Elon, forth. Yeah. Elon all day, cause he real sassy. Hey baby, he's sassy with them thumbs. He gonna go. He's mm. snooty. He's snooty. <laughs> Man, well, from what my understanding on threads, I don't know if this is true, but for me, I think it's like you know. On Facebook, you post something and it becomes like a thread mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, I just be putting up posts like, you know, pool or beach side and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice that I don't like, though, like, let's say I don't follow Dre on threads. All right. Mm-hmm. But you follow her and you comment on her. On it the, pop up in your timeline. It pops up on my feed. Folks. It's not like that on Twitter? Not for real. Only if, the, only if you retweeted her, she would pop up on my, oh, on my time. Yeah. Okay. And... If you hearted it, maybe. I doubt it. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Doubt it. But the way that thread is. they give you a up, little liked by. Yeah. And put that thing. This one right here, she's automatically. I'm like, because I'm like, how does these people on my thing? I'm not following them. But yeah. That's because somebody that I follow is following them and commenting on it. So it put them So it'll see it. Yeah. I ain't going to lie, y'all. Yeah. Them type of apps is so overwhelming to me. Yeah. But that messy to me because I might be trying to holler on Shorty Page. And then, <laughs> and then her friend. Yo. And then her friend. Like hello, you can't. Y'all too loud. That's the thing. But all of these apps now are too loud. They telling such and such, such and others liking the post. Like how how you know I want everybody to know I like the post? (laughs) Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I miss that tab on Instagram. For real, man. No, not me. I used to be up on that mug late night. Like, (laughs) and I'm telling you, (laughs) seeing what some men is up liking that late at night, baby. It's gonna sell you, baby. (laughs) You ain't. You probably ain't gonna like that man when you wake up. This one got a little sweetness to it. I had no. This one got a little sweet. This a little sweet in here. <laughs> they, they be paying attention, y'all. No, for real. That's yeah. why I'm all Instagram knew what they was doing when they got rid of that. Yes, they did. So we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think out of the 50 years of hip hop, what's a record that comes to mind for you, Dre? What's I'll talk. I'm not gonna lie. Real quick. I don't know. Bust the rhymes. Okay, what you got, Mrs. Real quick, we think. The baddest bitch, Trina. Okay, cool. You know, um, I know that's right. Because I, I, I know that's on word for word. I think an outcast, but the reason why I brought this up because our guest on this episode is none other than Michael. Come on. Also known professionally as Killer, Killer Mike. Mike. Real and, OG status. Man, he came through the studio. And just lit this thing up. And, and Mrs., you were sharing with me offline that when it comes to, you know, the younger generation, they would see someone like Killer Mike and think him as a councilman. or Yeah, a philanthropist. Right. Like, uh, I know my generation for sure. But I mean, like, you know, if you grew up watching ATL and everything like that, you know his hit records. And if you were just around that era, you know his hit records. But it's just like now, because we really couldn't put a face to a name mm-hmm. or anything like that. And you know what I was realizing when he left, though? Talk to me. I ain't want to bring it up when he was here because I know he's grown from that. But one of his favorite features is, is look back at me from Trina. Trina. <laughs> he said, I call her R. Kelly and she I call her 15 or whatever. Like, that girl, uh-huh. they it. You don't even know the real lyric. It's bleeped forever. No, it's literally bleeped out even on the dirty version. Yes. <laughs> He was on that. He was on that. He this ate. your boy Killer Kill from the Ville, man. If you win it, you can get it. If you win it, I'm going to hit it. <laughs> no, literally. Oh. Killer Mike both. was on Look Back at me with both. Trina. He could do both. He could do he both. Could do both. And yeah. I feel like that's why 
um, he is so respected because he's not trying to be something that he's not. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be a real one. He's always going to be himself, but he's also yeah. going to stand for what's right. Yes. Stand on what's right and drop gems at the same time. And yes. I feel like this was a interview that um, the generation now needed to hear because mm-hmm. it's always dope hearing a, um, a OG be vulnerable. Yes, It's rare that, you know, we got a lot of older men in this industry who, you know, put that facade on, mm-hmm. you know, that don't want to be too hard or anything like that. Like, and I love I, when OG drop a tear. And I love when the OG know he an OG and okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and he just really loves Atlanta. And he is going to do everything he can to preserve the city of mm-hmm. Atlanta. And that's, mm-hmm. you can't you can't do nothing but respect it. Mm-hmm. That's 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Man, this one right here is a great one, y'all. Uh, he sat with us for a very long time. Uh, I don't think this would be the first and the last time that we spoke to him, the way that we was all in here kicking it. So uh, if you don't have that Michael album, go stream that. Please go stream it. He he brought Andre 3000 out of retirement. And future. On the the same same record. Uh Hey, man. He got a record from Thug. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody on that mug. Blast, Ty Dolla Sign. He got it. Hey, shout out to uh, Killer Mike. Shout out to Dre Taylor for hanging out with us on this new and making noise podcast. Period. Grammy Award winning. Come on. Rapper. Come on. Actor. Philanthropist. Husband. Come on. Father. All around real one. Songwriter. Come on. Killer Mike in the studio. Come on, man. I'm going to have y'all do my introduction to my wife. She (laughs) she, she don't know how bad a man I am, man. Man, we got Killer Kill from the Ville posted on the corner. Legendary. Come on now. The new project, Michael, is available now on all digital streaming platforms. Yep, and physical is coming in September. You'll be able to get the CDs from DBS Sounds, Criminal Records. You'll be able to get the records and order the vinyl. You can't, you, to me, if you can't hold it, you don't really own it. So yeah. I like the physical still. Yeah. That's cool, because we was just talking about that. Like, when the last time you was like, I need to go buy a CD? Yeah, yeah. man. Hope I inspired that. <laughs> Come on. A lot of old I can tell who got an old school or who an old head when they hit me up on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Kill, where I can get the CD from? I'm like, yeah, he, <laughs> he drives the 72 Cutlers and he was born in 72. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I can that book on that yeah. Come on, yeah, now. I see it. I know that's right. That's the one. We got Killer Mike here, the latest project, Michael is available when it came to getting a title for this album how did you land on michael was that the one that just i just had never introduced people to me Mm. you know killer mike is a is a is a rap name i won in a battle when i was like 15 16 but just wanted to be a bad trash talking you know swagger mc the nine-year-old boy that's on the cover that's just something he invented Mm. and that's the power of a child's imagination like i imagined all this before it happened but I realized I really been around, you know, had been around 16, 17 years, have a decade of being one half of one of the greatest rap duos in Run the Jewels, and um, nobody had ever just met Michael. So if Run the Jewels is like the X-Men, Killer Mike is like Wolverine, Michael is like Logan. Let you know what really gave you the makings of the character you love is Killer Mike. You know? So why was it so important for you to put this out, and why did it take so long? Well, folks started dying. I came home. We shot Run the Jewels, shot Ooh La La, and you know we got massive response for that. For people who may not know, I've been in a group the last decade called mm-hmm. Run the Jewels, and we are we a rap act, but we we kind of get treated like a rock act. We we play Shaking Knees Festival mm-hmm. year. You know we play a lot of the big festivals. We open for Rage Against Machine. You know um you know what well, tour with them. Just a lot of cool stuff has happened over the last decade. But I hadn't really gave you from Atlanta. You knew Michael. A lot of people just didn't know. I came home and caught COVID before they even gave it a name. I mm. thought I was going to die. 
Thank God I convinced my wife to drop out of nursing school 20 years ago because, man, she really nursed me back. So when I bounced back, I was like, boy, it could have been over, big dog. And um, I was like, you know, I had a bunch of records. I had kind of just freestyle worked on. One on was the opening down by law. If you hear me, rest in peace to Matulu Shakur, who we lost a few days ago. I say Obama. You know, I asked him to free Asada and free Matulu. So that record started getting freestyled the year Obama was leaving office. Mm-hmm. That's how long we've been. I'm just like, I can't just keep sitting on art. I recorded about 39 records, and we trimmed them down. We went out to L.A. after about a year, year and a half recording uh, with No ID, who executive produced the record, and we trimmed it on down. While I was out in L.A., I let Dre 3000 hit a record. Dre heard it and called me the next day like, hey, can I bring some records through? Ooh. And next thing you know, he brought something through that ended up being scientists and engineers, me, mm-hmm. him, and Future. You know, Black came through the studio, just listened to the record. He came back and sent something back that was crazy. You know, currency and two chains. They're my partners. They're like my mm-hmm. D-boy partners. So <laughs> I sit there, son, they sit there right back. Mm-hmm. Blast came through the studio and then he came back the next day, laid something on it. Aaron Allen Kane, who sang all over the album. Ooh. She was in the studio just hanging out with us. Lena Bird Miles sent something in. So, man, I, all the people I work with, it just came out of these organic relationships mm-hmm. where I was just say, hey, check the record out. Ty Dollar came and heard the record and said, send me these two records and, and, and sent the records back. So it's been a blessing, man. I didn't, you got to, you know, be careful what you ask for as a nine-year-old kid. I wanted to be a rapper and God has made a path for me to do it. Mm-hmm. But all along the way, I've had challenges. People challenge me to be smarter. People challenge me to do better. You know, I learned how to fly planes because my fourth grade teacher said, you're too smart to be a rapper. You ought to be an airplane pilot. Mm. So at 15, I went to pilot school with Slim from 112. We learned how to fly <laughs> planes because the teacher <laughs> challenged us to, you right. know. So for me, man, I just want to tell kids on your journey out there, you know, believe in yourself. Be- believe, like even if you're 12 or 13, you just start kind of seeing the world what it really is. Think back when you was eight or nine and nothing seemed impossible. You got to dream and think that big. Mm-hmm. And, and that it's going to certainly bring you there. But you got to accept the journey you go on. Yes, sir. Because my journey is a 20-year journey. My, I woke up, my wife, the day the album dropped, she said, well, happy Resurrection Day. Cause you, Hello. You know, she said, you're a new artest now. Yeah. You know, these Thanks. kids don't know nothing about what you're doing. To them. They, they know what they feel today. And that's Definitely. been true. Because I woke up, Damani Tipson, who I, who I see like a real... Nephew, I, I love that kid. He's one of the hardest working young artists in the business. Mm-hmm. And he said, Killer Mike album's the only album I can listen to all day. Wow. Like, he ain't got to be interested in no. This is me and his dad. I'm his dad's contemporary. So that lets me know that I'm doing something that strikes people my age and older and strikes people even younger because it's just, you know, it's art, it's truth, it's, sure. it's compelling, it's make you feel something. Yeah, that is amazing that that fourth grade teacher told you that smart people fly, fly planes. I don't know if that teacher knew you was born on 420, so you're going to be high anyway. Anyway. Then <laughs> <laughs> Slim from 112 made the song Soul Fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, just, it came all the way it together. It came together, man. When it came to these 39 tracks, what was the first record you recorded for the Project Michael? I say the first record was the first one, the Down By Law record you hear. Because that mm-hmm. was a freestyle. Again, I started it when Obama was leaving office. Right. You know, when I say, please see our mama, please free Asada, that's begging him, like, at the end of his presidency, take all these people off the list. Mm. Free Leonard Pelter, you know, free free Asada Shakur, free Matulu Shakur, who did get free on a compassionate release before he died, God bless the dead. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was, that was, so that's how long, that was the first record. Mm. And after that, just different things, different emotions, like something for junkies was a record I had in my heart a long time because as, you know, we, man, the, the drug craze of the 80s and 90s and even the now, it takes a lot of our family members, people we love. It turns our feelings, cold to them. And um, they just everyday people. They just, most of them, deeply sensitive people that can't handle the perils of the real world. So I wanted to, for us 
from the rap side to give each other some grace and some mm -hmm. empathy. Yeah, you know, so that's sure. that's why. But you know, the last record I recorded was Motherless because I had never really dealt with my mother and grandmother passing. You know, mm -hmm. I say passing, the transition are gone, but they did. You right. know, and it took a lot for me. I remember in the, in the booth, the first time was the first time I'd ever said it. I said the first word my mama did, my grandmama did, and I started crying and rapping it. Yeah. You know, a half of, half of you know, uh, a verse and a half later, I flew back to Atlanta, finished the song, went back out to L.A., and we got it right, you know? Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like this was an album that my generation for sure needed to hear yeah. because we don't see a lot of our OGs talk about their feelings and what they've been through yeah. and what they stand for and actually standing on it. Yeah. And I do want to say Motherless was a very beautiful song thank so you. we thank you for being so vulnerable with us because you didn't have to let us in to that yeah thank you that so moment so i know that probably had to be one of the most difficult parts yeah, of the it wasn't album easy. it wasn't easy mm -hmm. but you know not a lot of young people younger than me have lost their mother i know it's not easy mm -hmm. for them you know and um i just want to say to people you know who who have man it's a hard club to be a part of but you're not alone for sure you know and to the people that still have mothers if you don't see eye to eye you know, still just give each other some grace. Because, man, you know, my mama told me, she said, one day I'm going to be gone, Michael, you're going to see mm -hmm. that my mama wanted you, but you belong to me. Come on. And you don't understand the sacrifice that took from me. Right. And, boy, she was right. The moment <laughs> she left, boy, I get I get chill on thinking about it now. She mm -hmm. was right. She was, there, was a, there was a story of Solomon, who's a wise king in the Bible, and two women come before him with a baby, and each of the women say, this is my baby. And he say, well, cut the baby in half, give each other half of the baby. And the real mother says, no, 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 no. Let my child stay with the other. I don't want my child to die. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand the sacrifice my mother did when giving me to my grandmother because my grandmother wanted me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wasn't left with nobody. I wasn't, no, you know, I wasn't tossed aside. My grandmother asked to raise me. You know, and my mother had to had to wherewithal to understand that she's better with her. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, it, but, you know, now she's gone. I can't tell her. I can't do nothing but pray to an altar, you know, offer some libations and, you know, just hope she hear me on the other side. For know? sure. So what was the easiest part about making this album? Oh, man, having fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this record was fun all the way through, man. It yeah. was, because we was working the third shift. Cuz Lightyear, um, he a and r the record. He artists mm -hmm. himself, but put his career on pause a and r the record. Cuz, man, it was me and Cuz every night, like third shift at the at the factory. He had just had my godson, my little nephew, Bricks. So he, his girl's dental hygienist, so she was working during the day. So he'll have Bricks in the day. Then at 10 at night, we started at No Face, No K Studios in Stankoni, and then we ended up at um, Super Sounds, the tip studio. Mm -hmm. With 10 at night, we'll report like we was going to UPS, and we'd be in there at 4 or 5 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And it was just him, Honorable C No to come through. Yeah. See, you know, to talk about one line, he didn't like me and him would get to arguing over the line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, so it just it was it was just fun because to be honest, I didn't I didn't have to ask a label. I recorded out of my pocket. Well, that wasn't fun. My wife found out how much money I spent. After I got about a quarter million dollars in, she was like, What you doing? Like, was, okay now. Yeah, you know. We, but we spent about a half a million with my own money, but yeah. it was worth it. It was just, man, it was fun. I didn't have no expectations. All I wanted to do was make the dopest possible album I could, and I wanted to make an album that felt familiar. I wanted to make an album that felt like it celebrated mm. masculinity, celebrated black masculinity, and celebrated men and the women who love them. It's yes. a lot of talk about women on this record, whether it's my grandmother, my mother, my children's mothers, you know what I'm saying? Women I've encountered that affected my life beautifully. It, it's just a, it's a, it's a very salt of the earth record, you know? Sure. Mm, Killer Kill from the Ville is here. Let's go back to Dickies and Trucks. Come on. You know? <laughs> uh, let's talk about your favorite verse on this project. What was your favorite verse? 
Man, I got a lot of faith. Virgin depends on the mood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the one on steel, man, the one on steel trying to get out of the way was a tongue twister. That's scientists and engineers, man. Yeah. Oh, man. That one is, that was, that's one, man. Yeah. That's one. Just just get it. That's, it's this white girl on TikTok that's already got it better than me. <laughs> I'm like, man. You know, TikTok, once they get a hold of something, yeah, yeah. they ain't going to let it go. <laughs> but the scientists and engineers, so y'all call and request it, man. I want that song played up here. I think it's a dope record. It's me, Future. Dre, I think that one, and I'm, I'm gonna say too, man. The one, one of my favorite records too. I, I was glad to see a lot of people, people who cruise, mm-hmm. like um, they like that um, that spaceship views with with me, currency, yeah. and tit, yeah. you know, two chain. That's yeah, the vibe. That's your one. That's the vibe. Yeah, that one. Is. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. That's the vibe. So, how do you feel? Because music changes so much over yeah. time. So, how do you feel about the current state of music right now? I like it all. I'm an artist. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So I be with it. What I love about the Atlanta music scene is. It's like it's ironic that our um, our city's logo is a phoenix because that's a bird that burns itself in the ashes, then arises anew out the ashes. Mm-hmm. When you look at Atlanta from 2000 to now, it the, the styles have changed eight, nine, Completely ten times. Changed. You had the rock star movement, you had the lean with the style with the movement, you had all these different movements that come, but it's just an evolution. It's mm-hmm. a step up, you know what I mean? So, or it's a step in another direction. So I don't, I'm never displeased with the music. I'm displeased with like stupid arguments mm. over, you know, because the same trash that gets talked about the music today got talked about the music when we listened to it mm-hmm. too. But my thing is if you, I was talking to George Clinton once and he says when he feels himself hating on something, usually he know that and that's when it, because he's like, that's his old man kicking in and he had to get with his grandkids and stuff to kind of shake that. And I was <laughs> like, so it's good. You get locked into what you comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But I think with Michael, what I did was make timeless music. I made the music, that feels like the gospel your grandmother would play, feels yeah. like the soul, the clean up music your mom would play. It feels like the groovy music that you like to cruise to. I think I've I think I broke the matrix. Good music breaks the matrix. I could play, I could play mm-hmm. Prince, I could play Michael Jackson, I could play Rick James, I could play all that to my three-year-old. And they're going to move and groove. Mm-hmm. I could play the Eagles, I could play the BGs, I could play Michael McDonald, and they gonna move. That's why at the beginning of the show, that my DJ plays this playlist my mom played and they got everything in it from Donna Summer to Teddy Pendergrass like That's dope. so what I focus on is I want to make music that feels timeless you know what I mean that feels like it could be played in any any era you know because it's a vibe you know and, yeah. and black folks got cool vibes man come on now you know what was the first record that you heard to make you uh, resonate with music hip hop that you fell in love with you heard that song you was like man I got that in me oh uh, man with, with hip hop hip hop at first my mom's only 16 years older than me so hip hop at first was her music it was like Curtis Blow you know Houdini it was like like grown folks like dressed kind of disco you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying but man when when I heard the Fat Boys and Run TMC the Fat Boys cause they they was fat I was like oh yeah <laughs> I was like man they rapping I was like I could get a I could get a Gucci come on I'm like oh yeah I got to do all this come and, on Man, but when I heard Run DMC, man, oh my God, man. It, it changed just, the game for It changed you. the game for me. And that was just, that was like the eight, nine year old me, like, oh, you could do this. But like who I seen, when I seen Ice Cube, and a lot of people hear me, they, like my voice inflects like Ice Cube lyrically. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear me, like Ice Cube and Scarface in particular was such big influences on me. Like Scar- Scarface for the morality and depth that he wrote with Ice Cube for just like, the emotion and anger. Like I saw someone say that they didn't consider Ice Cube uh, a, a civil rights leader. And I just I just looked at her, you know, 
Cause you had some of those Twitter righteous people, yeah. and I was like, "What a cuck!" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I'm like, this man wrote "F the Police." police. This Come man, on. this man wrote wrote songs doing when a child had got killed by a Korean store owner. Wrote mm-hmm. "Black Korea." He 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 wrote "Once Upon a Time in the Projects." Like he wrote songs that acknowledged the daily life of working class black people mm-hmm. that protested against the state oppressing black people and as a young black person gave us the courage to research who we are because at the same time I'm listening to him I'm reading the autobiography of Malcolm X I'm seeing him play in movies where he plays a revolutionary and who would have known about gentrification had you not watched Boys in the Hood and watched that famous speech that, that you know, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne gave you so for me for her to even say that was disingenuous and classist you mm-hmm. know what I mean because you're you're following the talented 10th rule that somehow to be a civil rights leader you have to go through some formal accreditation Stokely Carmichael didn't go through any formal accreditation he was a student that wanted to get active so he helped be a part of SNCC same thing John Lewis was before he went over to SCLC but the people who often say this don't know what the hell they're talking about because right. they're not real students of people of the movement I'm exactly. an actual student of people in the movement I don't know of John Lewis I knew John Lewis mm-hmm. I didn't know of James Orange I was mentored by James Orange I don't I, I've heard of Andy Young. Andy Young is my mentor and friend. So be responsible with your criticisms because Ice Cube, in my opinion, not only is one of the dopest MCs, but one of the dopest political thinking leaders mm-hmm. that I've that I've ever seen in terms of the helping the maturation of me and who, who I've grown into. And I know I'm bad. I know that's yeah. right. So Erin Allen, you had her all up and through yeah. this album, and that girl is a singer. She definitely brought that <laughs> gospel <laughs> to it. So how did you uh, link up with her? How did y'all get together for those songs? Funny thing is Hannibal, Hannibal Burris, who's a friend of mine, is a comedian, um, Hannibal's one of the funniest guys I know. Hannibal was a rapper first. I was like, he's a rapper. He's like, yeah, I used to host hip hop events, I had dreads, and I'm just like, what? I had, I had bought a property off of him, mm-hmm. and you know, he was a homie, but we never stopped talking. But after I had brought the property, I was like, I'm going, to, I'm going to LA. I'm gonna be out there. Just come out. He came out and hung out, and we needed a voice for this. And he said, I'm gonna bring my girl Aaron through, and he brought her through. I didn't know at the time, Dion, no idea, apparently co-managers or two, mm-hmm. but I heard her sing. It was over. I just kept calling her back. Hey, you, you, you check this record out? You check this? So she ended up on five records. Ah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But it's her, organic, though. You can nah, tell really everything really about is. that album is organic. It's all, down it's to everything. The yeah, we didn't, man, it, we didn't, we didn't do number what God told us to. Everybody yeah. was just kind of in an open place. Like, what, what you could do, you did, and what you couldn't do, people said, well, I don't know how to do that. And somebody else will step up and say, okay, I think I got it. And that's what was beautiful about this record. Yeah. It really is a team. Yeah, sir. You got a pinch of Dave Chappelle on this Michael project. Yeah, come man. on. Where did this come from? What that's made my you partner, add man. Dave? That's my partner, man. I, I really rock with Dave. And um, he, he after one of his shows, he got, got me backstage, just cursed me out, told me to run for governor. <laughs> <laughs> and I was called like, could you recreate that? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I smoke weed and go to the flame. I, ain't nobody... <laughs> Nobody gonna vote for me. He was like, man, nigga, that's what I'm trying to tell you, nigga. That's why we'll vote for you, nigga. Because we know who you are. You're not lying to us. And I'm just like, damn. Nigga had me at the end like, nigga, maybe I should run. <laughs> I'll vote for you. Dave is my guy. I, and when I run, I'm gonna come up here. I'm gonna announce. Man. You got to. So is there anything else that you're working on that you could tell us about? I'm never not working on music, so... Mm-hmm. You know, I did some cool stuff out in LA with L. Hopefully, that'll go mm-hmm. lead us to Run the Jewels Five. I've I've recor- I've started recording more records for whatever's next. The next Michael is going to be, but I, I'm I want to march into the Grammys and come out with some trophies. Yes, sir. You know? Like I, I think I think the work I put in over the course well two and a half three years is deserved. I think I tell a story. 
that's untold, that's unheard, and mm-hmm. that that needs to be recognized. I think, I think we should be rallying around the Michael album how we rallied around Ta-Nehisi Coates' book. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't wait to play Michael in in the High Museum of Art, which I'm Come on the on. board of. But I want to get all us art minded, ratchet, ratchet, ratchet influenced black folks in one place yes. to hear this in a museum because it's art. So I, I I would expect to see me doing some cool exhibitions with people like Fahamu Paku. You know what I mean? I want to do you know something cool with my girl Kayla, our AD photographer. I just want to mm-hmm. I want to get more immersed in the art scene, and I want to march into the ground. Grammys mm-hmm. and walk out with some trophies and that's just the truth you know come on now wow. I, so I, if you voting for the Grammys vote Michael for know. sure better believe you got my vote on that yeah. one world so oh I know it's a lot of bars and verses and sessions that you and Dre 3000 have had together yeah. what's one of your favorite Dre 3000 verses yes well, the scientists and yeah. engineers verse it's, yeah, it's quirky communication that. coming in you know, it's, it's, it, it has a quirk about it I like Dre I like first of all I'm one of those people I really love my Dre and Big Boy together there's a balance in the Outkast records that, that you know that that's mm-hmm. amazing to me. So I miss that, you know what I'm saying. But with missing that, having an opportunity for because Dre doesn't rap, but a couple times a year, having an opportunity to have right. one of the verses is, is amazing. And we got another record. We got another record that's like 11 minutes long together. Yeah, 11 I th- minutes. I think he rapped for like seven. I'm right for like four or five or something like that. We just, we just. When we gonna crazy. get that? Oh, man, we got <laughs> let's see how this. Let's, let's see, let's see how the trout handle this one, man. <laughs> run out them streams, y'all, so we can yeah, get that eleven minutes song. And call and request that scientists and engineers up here. Let's get it playing. But sure, hey, let's go ahead and play it right now. You want to introduce it? Man, this is uh Killer Mike. Man, this is Drake Three Thousand. This is Future, and we of the Dungeon Family. And this is scientists and engineers off my album, Michael. How you love that? Hey, DJ Missy. Yes, sir. We locked in like Rice Street without a bond. Come on. Hey, we talking to uh, the <laughs> Nissan today. Come on. Hey, HBCU graduate. Come no, on. I dropped out. I did. I dropped out. I dropped out. I dropped. But, okay. but, but we working on be graduating. It's the New and Making Noise podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast and online at urbanonepodcast.com.